Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with me, Vincent DiCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer, and Rollin Warren, CareNet's President and CEO. In this episode of CareCast, Rollin and I will talk about what the church really needs to get involved in the pro-life movement. So Rollin, you know, as, as you know here at CareNet, we've uh, recently released our Making Life Disciples program to equip the church to provide compassion, hope, and help, and discipleship to women and men considering abortion. So more and more folks now, you know, in the pro-life movement are, you know, start, starting to weigh in right, on right. What, what is it that the church really needs to do and say, and, you know, how, how does the church, what does the church need to do to sort of get involved in the life issue in a more proactive way? I mean, I think it's really a positive thing that more and more, more folks are sort of coming yeah, to this recognition. Yeah. yeah, that the church is like this sleeping giant mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, really needs to step up and be pro- become proactively involved in, you know, saving the unborn and, and, and ministering to folks who are, you know, making pregnancy decisions. Um, but we really feel as though it's important to sort of draw a distinction between, you know, what some of the solutions could potentially be right. um, and what we really believe strongly is the solution that Making Life Disciples provides based on what we really feel that the problem actually is in the church um, and how Making Life Disciples really addresses that problem. Yep. Um, and so, you know, why don't, we, why, why don't you just talk a little bit about, uh, you know, briefly the research that kind of led us to the creation of Making Life Disciples and what Making Life Disciples actually does in the church mm-hmm. to prepare them to address, uh, you know, the life issue. Yeah, I, mean, I think, you know, certainly, you know, starting with, you know, CareNet has a network of 1,100 plus pregnancy centers in the U.S. and Canada that are designed to offer compassion, hope, and help to anyone who's considering abortion. And, you know, one of the big challenges that became very clear to us and apparent to us is the fact that, you know, when clients come into a pregnancy center, you know, facing a pregnancy decision, and the pregnancy center kind of works with them, loves them up, so to speak, and encourages them to to, to, to really embrace the, the the life that's growing inside of them, and, and encourage them to choose life and and, and the abundant life, mm-hmm. uh, consistent with God's design. That when a person does that, mm-hmm. um, and particularly when we have an opportunity to share the gospel with them, which is a key part of this transformation process, mm-hmm. um, that that's an evangelistic experience that can lead to convert. In other words, in other words, a person becomes a convert to, to Christ, mm-hmm. a conversion to Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something has to happen next. Mm-hmm. Like what happens with that person? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know as Christians that mm-hmm. our call as Christians is to to make, make disciples, disciples, right? right? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's you know, Matthew 28, 19, that we're supposed to make disciples of all nations, right? And teaching them to obey all that Christ has taught us. So, so if, if, a, if a Christian pregnancy center is, is doing evangelism, which leads to conversion, um, there, there needs to be another step here, which is to not just so that person becomes converted, so to speak, but also so they become a disciple of Jesus Christ, which is the longer term mm-hmm. process. Yeah. And what is the seat of discipleship, if you will? I mean, who's sort of the keeper of that piece, which mm-hmm. is really the church, right? Exactly. Right, the church, and which is obviously the the institution, but also the individuals within the church. Mm-hmm. So it's really important that the person transitions from the pregnancy center to the church 
for ongoing support and discipleship. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. so because discipleship is very interesting because it, it's not just a biblical construct. It's a principle of replication. Mm-hmm. In other words, mm-hmm. if you are a parent, your children are your disciples. If you're a gang leader like you are, Vince, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to say that. Was yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, we'll, we'll just edit that yeah, out. Which, yeah. well, you know, what happens at home is your deal. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, but, but, you know, if you're a gang leader, your yeah. gang members are your disciples, yeah. right? Yeah. That kind of thing. Sure. So discipleship leads to replication. Application. Yes. That's the purpose of that. Mm-hmm. So if someone comes to a pregnancy center, has an evangelistic experience, right, and then is moved back to the culture and becomes a disciple of the culture again, mm-hmm. well, what do you think will happen too often? Replication. Right. In other words, they come back to the pregnancy mm-hmm. center with a new guy, new crisis, mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. situation. I call it the 1818 rule. We'll see her in 18 months right. with a new uh, pregnancy or see her daughter in 18 years uh, with an unplanned pregnancy or yeah. someone, her son got pregnant in 18 years, that kind of right. thing. So yeah, yeah. we don't want that kind of replication. What we want is replication in terms of mm-hmm. her being transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ, which means you want her her and him uh, connected so that so that they're connected into the church. Right. So yeah. that really led us down this path that said, you know what, we need to make sure that we have an on-ramp to help move, help help clients transition from pregnancy centers to the church mm-hmm. for ongoing um, for ongoing support and discipleship. Yeah. And that really led to making life disciples as a as a reason as a tool to help make that happen. Yeah, and and in terms of the details of what making life disciples actually trains churches to do, I think you know again this was just uh, formed out of our you know decades of experience in ministering to women and men who mm-hmm. are making pregnancy decisions. And you know, so it's really based upon what those folks actually need yes. need. Yeah. At that time of whether or not they're seeing it as a crisis or not, um, they're still in a situation where they're they're trying to make a, a decision about a very important thing in a very short period of time. Right. Generally, mm-hmm. um, and so what what is it that those folks actually need? And again, you know, not we're, we're not trying to criticize folks uh, because there are lots of different ways to approach this. But one of the things that we've been hearing more and more of is that churches just need to be able to talk about the abortion issue in a more sort of winsome way. In other words, they need a more effective pro-life apologetic. So when the pastor is, you know, at the front of the church, at the podium, giving a sermon, he needs to be be able to talk about abortion, you know, more effectively, more winsomely. But what happens when that woman comes into your church and says, you know, I'm pregnant, I know it's a life. I know I'm carrying a baby inside of me, but I have no money. Yeah. The guy left. I'm scared. My mom is going to kill me if I have a baby. I think I need to have an abortion. So, I mean, at that right. point, I mean, a pro-life apologetic is not really going to do much to help her because she already knows that yeah. it's a life. And we, again, we've seen this consistently over literally yes. decades yes. through our pregnancy centers. It's not they have to be convinced that it's that it's a life. They have to be convinced that it's not a life worth sacrificing. For their own. For Yeah, exactly. For, for their, their own, own life. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's the real trans, that's the real transformation mm-hmm. there. So, yes, absolutely. Pastors need to be able to, to talk about this and, 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 and discuss this in a way that's winsome, that's engaging and that draws people uh, into the church. And the church needs to be be a place that's offering compassion, hope, and help, uh, and certainly disciple discipleship. Yeah. But, you know, as we talk about all the time here, life decisions need life support, yeah. right? Life decisions need life support. And, and typically, when you're looking at a woman who's facing a pregnancy decision or a man who's supporting that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, supporting an abortion uh, response to a pregnancy decision, really, it really comes to life support. Mm-hmm. It, it, the relationship is frayed. They yep. need modeling there. She may not have a place to live. Yep. Um, she may not have the econ- some economics there. She might lack transportation to get to job interviews uh, or whatever. visits. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all these different yeah. things. Yeah. And so people in the church mm-hmm. are life support for that. 
Right. So Making Life Disciples is designed really to train groups, yes. small groups in the church, mm-hmm. right, to be able to come alongside someone who's facing a pregnancy decision mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. offer that life support. So yeah. maybe you're in a situation where, you know, there's a couple that maybe their relationship's frayed and, 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 and they, you know, they maybe should be moving towards a path of marriage, but they don't even know what that looks like because right. they've been to more baby showers and wedding showers. Yeah, absolutely. And there are people in the church who've been married for a long period of time. Could you come alongside that couple or a mm-hmm. guy who's running from yeah. fatherhood because he never had a dad? Right. And just the prospect of being a dad is yeah. terrifying to, to him. Yeah. Well, you, you've been a father for many years. Can you come alongside that person? She yeah. can't get to her prenatal visits. You're retired. Can you drive her? You know, yeah. I mean, there are all yeah. these different life support aspects. Yeah. Yeah. And I always think about it like if you think about life support, those like life rings that are you yeah, know, you next throw to a pool. Side of a ship or whatever. Side of a ship or yeah. a pool or yeah. whatever, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And someone's drowning or whatever. You throw those those life rings, mm-hmm. you know, and you throw one and you go, okay, grab that. And what if they miss it? You say, well, well we tried. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, right. you just keep, you yeah. try to throw as many as you can yeah. so they can grab them. And, and, yeah. and that's the same kind of thing that the church is uniquely mm-hmm. uh, positioned to yeah. do. So Absolutely. It's really, so it's really about compassionate care. The church yes. needs to be trained on how to deliver compassionate care and relationship and yes. and that sort of thing to women and men making pregnancy decisions. Yes, absolutely. And that's what Making Life Disciples is designed to help the church do. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that mm-hmm. is linked to discipleship. Yes. Because mm-hmm. that's a core part of it. In yes. other words, you know, um, uh, uh, Scripture talks about that if you're a person who has material goods, mm-hmm. right, and you see your brother and sister in need and you say, be well and be fed, then the love of God is not in you. In mm-hmm. other words... It's not just about material support. It's mm-hmm. about discipleship. That mm-hmm. the love of God is really this notion of you having this mm-hmm. perspective that I'm going to make disciples of Jesus Christ. And now I'm looking at this person who's facing a pregnancy decision mm-hmm. as an opportunity to make a disciple for Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that could be why, you know, mm-hmm. God's allowed this to happen is mm-hmm. so that this unplanned yeah. pregnancy can lead to discipleship right. in the same way that the unplanned pregnancy of Mary from a human perspective actually was the on-ramp for us becoming what? Disciples of Jesus Christ, right? Because that's mm-hmm. how Christ came into the world. Yeah. So really having the church view the life issue as a discipleship issue. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's what turns a lot of pastors and yes. opens their eyes to seeing how and why yes. they can, quote, get involved in the abortion issue yes. without it becoming political. Right. Because that's their biggest fear, right? Exactly. Because yeah. that's the that's the yeah. that's the big challenge. Yeah. The big challenge for the church, in my view, is either seeing the issue as a as a political issue. Mm-hmm. Or seeing it solely as a material issue, right? Right. When right, the real, right. when the issue is, yes, it has political implications, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And it has material implications, mm-hmm. but it's primarily a discipleship issue. Mm-hmm. Why? Because mm-hmm. every good work that Christians do mm-hmm. is supposed to equal discipleship, right? Right. Water for the thirsty, food for the hungry, clothes for the naked, mm-hmm. all those things to what end, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Is so that folks might become disciples of Jesus Christ. Well. Compassion for the pregnant to what end, so that they might become disciples of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So I think when you, you again, we're very, very focused on help, trying to help uh, folks in the church. You know, in terms of what needs to be done here, mm-hmm. it really needs mm-hmm. to be a discipleship response mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that guides you, and that guides your material response mm-hmm. in terms of how you're you're respond, responding to it and how you frame the political aspects of it as, as well mm-hmm. and and from our standpoint making life disciples is a fantastic resource mm-hmm. to equip the church to offer compassion hope and help to discipleship to move clients yeah. from pregnancy centers who are facing pregnancy decisions but also mm-hmm. to have a ministry on ramp in the church mm-hmm. for someone in the church who's facing a pregnancy decision yeah. so that she know that she yeah. she knows that there's a ministry in her church to offer her compassion hope and help as well
Yeah. And I think one last quick point that I just want to make, too, is, is to make sure that folks understand who who it, who the audience is, who are the folks. Yeah. Who, and who are the folks in the church mm-hmm. or I mean, I should say, who are the folks in general in our culture who need help with making pregnancy decisions? And I think years ago it was generally it was it was teenager. It was like yeah. this was a teenage pregnancy problem. Right. But the reality is that today most of the people that our pregnancy centers are serving are basically unmarried women in their 20s. Yep. You know, and so just and again, so Making Life Disciples is built with that audience in mind, which is which is the audience that needs assistance around these things. So mm-hmm. very important stuff. So there's a way for you, our listeners, uh, to get involved in this. Uh, if you go to our website, makinglifedisciples.com, we're giving you an opportunity to actually sign up there and get in touch with one of our regional coordinators around the country who will actually help you and walk you through the process of bringing Making Life Disciples to your own church. Yep. So again, makinglifedisciples.com, you can sign up there, and one of our folks will actually get in touch with you and help you do this. And so really great opportunity for folks to kind of just put some feet uh, to their prayers around, you know, waking up the the sleeping giants of the, the church yeah. uh, around the life issue. Absolutely, yeah. And we and you you know we're trying to uh, have a thousand churches by 2020 mm-hmm. uh, doing that. So we're hopeful that people who are listening to this, yeah, will be their church will be one of those thousand. Absolutely, right. Exciting stuff. Amen. We hope you enjoyed our discussion of how CareNet's Making Life Disciples program provides the church with a biblical solution to the problem of abortion. In next week's episode of CareCast. Rollin and I will talk about why the pro-life movement needs to be a pro-marriage movement and some promising research to support those efforts. <laughs>